Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, I am here with Corey of Corey Page Design. She is like a serious badass entrepreneur. She has this coolest brand where they sell clothes, accessories. She also does custom designs. They're so amazing. I'm so excited to have her on and hear about her journey. How are you doing, Corey? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. So good. I know. We were just talking, but it's like we've been talking about doing this for months, so I'm glad it's finally happening. I know. I'm so glad as well. Okay, so tell kind of about like how you got started and what that looked like for you and how long you've been doing it. Okay, so it's been a few years. I started this while I was still in college. I was like sophomore or junior, kind of the summer in between. And I was have always been into art, always been into drawing. Um, even before I started school, I used to make my friends, I used to draw these like Sharpie collages for their dorm room doors. And it would say like their roommate's name and their name on it. And they would hang it on their doors. That's kind of like, kind of where it got started. But um, I was always drawing in my dorm. I always had a sketchbook. I was always in art classes um, in high school. And one day or like, I decided like, why not make some money from these designs everyone keeps asking me to like draw something to put on their bulletin board in their dorm room so I uploaded my designs to Redbubble which a lot of people may have heard of it's just a website where artists can go on if they have like a profile they can go on and upload their art and then the website will put it on a variety of products for you from like leggings t-shirts um all different things mugs notebooks stuff like that so I decided to do that and I, my, I remember my mom sent the link out to her friends and everyone's like, Oh my God, I want to buy this. Can she make like a camp design for my daughter? I want to bring it for visiting day and stuff like that. So kind of from there it grew and I started taking requests for custom designs and uploading them onto Redbubble and the link kind of spread. And then one of my friends who works at a store in my town was like, we want to carry this stuff in the store. So that's kind of when it got legit where I started to, you know, be in stores. I had to think about retail pricing and hotel wholesale pricing and stuff that I'd never had to think about before. So, I mean, there's a, there's more to that, but that's kind of how I got started. Um, so it was kind of just a hobby that turned into a business while I was in college. That's so cool. And were you going to business or going to school like for art or what were you going to school for? I, know, I actually went to, I actually transferred. So I went to Emory for a year, um, Emory University in Atlanta. And I've, I like wanted to do art in school or at least minor in it. And Emory was getting rid of their art program. So like that among some other reasons, I decided to transfer to Tulane. And so I was originally business at Emory. And then at Tulane, I was in business. I was originally communications, but then first semester junior year, I um, took all art classes when I was studying abroad in Florence. So I was an art minor and I was going to be a communications major. But when I was abroad and I was taking all art classes, I was like, this is amazing. And this is what I want to be doing. So I remember I called my advisor and I was like, when I get back, I'm switching my major and I'm just <laughs> art. So I was an art major and then I switched to be a business management minor. So I kind of got a little bit of everything. Oh, cool. Well, and that's like perfect now for what you're doing. That's like exactly what you needed. Yeah, it no, it worked out, and I definitely think that some of the classes that I took at school helped me from what I, you know, with my business and everything. Totally. So, would you have said that like you thought of starting always starting a business, or was it just more something that like accidentally happened? No, it definitely accidentally happened. I never planned this. I mean, thinking back, like there have been some funny like stories of like li little businesses that I've started. Like when I was at Emory, 
um, when everyone goes to formals, they buy these coolers and they paint on the coolers to decorate for the beach. And I remember everyone was coming to me, can you paint my cooler and I'll pay you. So it's funny thinking back to that, just like a little business that I started, but no, not at all. I think that I always wanted to do something creative and art related. Um, I mean, I did start doing a little bit of like freelance before this, where I would just make some logos and stuff, but I didn't realize I would be, you know, one day having my own business. Yeah. It's so cool. So tell like a little bit more about what type of products you sell. And when you started selling in, like when that lady was like, I want you to sell in my store. Did you start then manufacturing your own products or did you stay on Redbubble? Like what was that process? So I guess, so before, yeah. So before all this, it was kind of I was like making custom designs and then I started putting them on products. So once I was on Redbubble, they wanted um, pillows and leggings in their stores. And I was kind of getting them at a high cost because it's not like I was getting them at wholesale prices, ordering in bulk or anything. So while I was in school, my parents took a trip and did my dad and my parents helped me with like my whole business. So they did some research and took a trip to a factory out West and that factory was able to print everything that I made. So like they would give me a list of blanks. So it was like leggings, pillows, accessory pouches, phone cases, everything. So that's kind of when I started building the business where I would get the templates and I would design on the back end. I'd make the mock-ups. Um, and then I was able to, you know, use them to start selling to stores because the pricing wasn't working out. If you like anyone knows like retail wholesale, it, it's a little complicated, but Um, I had to figure that all out and I really needed to get my stuff at a lower price. So once I was able to find a factor that was, you know, able to help make this stuff for me, then things started working out. I was able to sell to not just one store, a bunch of stores and through like social media and Instagram and people posting and, you know, no one had really ever seen the like the collage look that I had been doing, I feel like, and putting that on leggings and all over prints on pillows, it was kind of, kind of just blew up really quickly. So I had stores from all over contacting me and um, it was funny cause I was abroad at this time. I was in Florence when it really blew up and I would ship stuff home and my mom would drop it off at all the stores for me while I was like <laughs> miles away. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome that you like had such supportive parents. That's really yeah. cool. Oh yeah. That's great. So how would you say you grew? I mean, you were saying like people posted and stuff about it, but like, was it like yeah. zero to a hundred or was it just like a gradual I mean, even just, I keep referring back to like when I was abroad, cause that is when this started and the time difference. I remember I'd wake up the next morning and all the girls would be wearing my leggings to tailgate. And I would like go on Instagram and see everyone posting it. And also like some of the stores that I had been selling to had definitely contributed to me getting my name out there. But I mean, Instagram definitely was a really big thing. And I honestly, I didn't even have my own website yet. So I was still on Redbubble at this time, I hadn't even had my own online store, online Shopify store. Um, so I guess it would be, you know, word of mouth, Instagram, and getting in these stores was definitely exposure. So those crazy. Really- so most in the beginning was most of your money coming in from like wholesale. So honestly, it was a mix of wholesale and um, Redbubble. So what, what, which what was really good was even when I was still in school with Redbubble. So how it worked is I just basically could drop up the price to whatever I want. So I would just, uh, there was no cost involved for me. If I put wholesale aside just with Redbubble, there was no cost involved. I wasn't like I was buying the leggings and then selling them. So I was just making that markup price. So when I was in college, I was making all this money and my dad was like, you made like a lot of money so far for really just, you know, I mean, obviously it was work, but it wasn't like I had to buy all these goods and have Mm -hmm. inventory. 
when people have, would ask me, like, are you profitable? I kind of was from the beginning. And I had money to start just because of Redbubble, honestly. Well, that's, I feel like that's not normal. Like, I feel like a lot of people yeah. upload their stuff on Redbubble and it's like crickets. So what do you think well, was different? It with- definitely isn't normal. I think that like, I don't know what it was. It was just like, it was so trendy. My designs and everyone wearing them at that one time, like the stores posting about them. It was like, it blew up like so fast. I'm telling you, everyone was wearing the leggings to tailgates. It was so cool. But yeah, I was like making all these sales. On, I mean, I still, I don't really look go on Redbubble much now that I have a website, but I still make some money from it monthly. But yeah, I definitely made a lot at that time. What did that feel like to like randomly start this thing and all of a sudden it's like everybody's obsessed with it? It was awesome. I mean, it still is, but especially at the beginning, it was really cool just because I even remember just, I kind of even remember sitting that summer before I went abroad, like sitting in my room and I was like, let me just post some of my art on Instagram. And I remember it was like Corey Page art. And I just like really wanted to share it. And then I, once I wanted like to actually make a business and call it Corey Page Designs, I changed my handle. And it was just so cool that like just my art Instagram, just like sharing some art and sharing art on Redbubble to like, just to make a few bucks turned into something a lot more real than that. Yeah. Well, it feels like probably the reason you had such success is because it was coming from this place of no pressure. You weren't like, I have to do this and I have to make it work. It was just like, I'm going to try this. And it was like really like real to who you were. I know feel that. That, I, that is definitely true. I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, exactly. I was just like making designs and even when people are reaching out, like, can you make this custom design for me? I was like, yeah, why not? Like, sure. I mean, now when people ask me, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I don't have time. But at the beginning, like that's how I built up a portfolio of all my designs and camps and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how would that work? Would you charge like a lot more for the custom designs or? Um, I, well, if it's something like custom, custom, like when people would come to me and want like something for their grandparents' birthday or their friend's birthday, I would charge for that. But obviously it all started at still to this day, figuring out freelance and pricing. I mean, I'm sure you probably understand too. It's like kind of hard because it's like, you're making it up. So I still struggle with that. But at the beginning, you know, I wasn't charging, you know, as much as I would now just because timing is different but yeah it was still it was still exciting when I you know and I still like I still love doing custom designs because there's it's so different than like selling a pair of leggings and I was explaining this to someone the other day because I just made that design for Parklands I don't know if you saw that oh yeah cool like being able to make something personal like even these custom bat mitzvah designs and event designs like something personal for someone's birthday and stuff like that and then being able to see their reaction after like something more meaningful behind it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, totally. It's like more of like a personal thing. It's like yeah. you're part of their event. So right. how did you start getting into like events and stuff? Did, was it just like somebody? Oh, I know it's kind of like two, two separate businesses. I'm still figuring out, you know, what I want to do because I think about it all the time because really like having my own brand, having a website is one thing, but then also like doing custom designs and freelance is another thing, which I still oh. really love to do. But I kind of got into that. Um, well, I was kind of always into it, but about the events specifically, um, I don't know. I've had a few people contact me to do bat mitzvah designs and I started to do smaller logos. And then one person said, I love the collage look that you do. Let me, you know, give you a list of everything my daughter likes. And can you please put it in like a collage look for me like you do? So that's kind of how some of these crazy bat mitzvahs started where I would make these all over print designs. And then once I saw what their parents would do with them, they would blow them up on 
this was the first one I did a few years ago. I remember I just graduated and I got all the pictures after and they put it on the dance floor, the giveaways, the DJ booth, the t-shirt, like everything on the party you can imagine what my design was on. Oh my gosh. This is like a business. Like I really could be doing this and I've done a few more. I'm working on one now. I mean, I would really love to do more of that stuff because it's a lot of fun. It does take a lot of time, but I just really am the one that does the design and then the party planner and the parents or the child will, you know, go with it. But it's really cool to see how it transforms. Yeah, that's insane. I'm like, so that is a different world compared to Utah. Like the fact that people have like parties that big is like insane. I mean, it's, it gets even crazier because I mean, when I was younger, it wasn't like that. But now, I mean, things always change generationally, but it's crazy now. And it works for me because I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's it's like giving you business. So that's awesome. I wish I could have a party like that. Maybe one day I'll have to have you make like a collage for Kinsco World. For sure. (laughs) That would be rad. Okay. So what do you like better? I don't know. You're kind of saying like, you're not sure, but what do you like better about commission or like selling products? Okay. So I like, I've been struggling with this for a little while just because, because I deal with a lot of manufacturing issues when it comes to like running an apparel business and Mm. website. I mean, one of the biggest things is I basically run this all by myself. I have my parents help. I have some interns, but besides that, it's like, it's not like I really have a whole team behind me, which is a big thing because besides, you know, being lonely, it's still a lot of work for me to do on my own. So that's one really big thing, but I'm the one basically that's behind the emails, behind the website, you know, like trying out new products, getting samples, uploading, like doing everything. It's also hard to keep up with retail because every season you kind of have to like make something new and make a new design. And it's just a lot to keep up with. So even money wise too, I was just thinking about how I like worked my ass off for like black Friday. And I was like, I could have like made that money just by making a few custom designs. So just like putting that in perspective, like money wise, but also like me enjoying it. I mean, I obviously I love it, but I, I really do love like sitting down, sitting down and designing. And I don't have it as much time to do that now because I'm fully running a business. Yeah. So, that's one of like the really, I feel like something that people don't see is like, you are everything. You are the sales team. You are the marketing team. You are the branding team. You are the photography. Like, you know, people don't see that side of running a business. Right. No, exactly. And And I know people have given me the advice that I really should hire, I really should delegate, which is obviously a hard thing. And I've, I like have some interns out that are helping me, which has been like amazing just to be, even what I've been doing is like, I'll make like tutorials on my computer and I'll show them what to do. And just seeing like that take an hour or two hours out of my day for them to help me with, it's, it's so helpful. So, I mean, I still have to think about that, but it's kind of would be a big deal to like hire. Yeah, it is. It's a scary gem to make. So how many interns do you have? And like, what do they help you with? Is it mostly website stuff? Yeah. So mostly website stuff. And then two of them, no Photoshop and Illustrator, which has been helpful. I like basically just posted a few months ago when I had that, um, wall in Wynwood, I had the people who painted it make some videos for me and I wanted to make it into a mashup video. So I posted on Instagram, can anyone make me a cool iMovie? And one girl, shout out Molly, um, (laughs) and was like, I can help you out. And she made me like this epic video in like 20 minutes. And I was like, wow, like that was amazing. She did exactly what I wanted. So I kind of gave her a few other tasks and she's been helping me ever since. And it's been really great. I mean, if you see like, if I post stories of advertisements and Facebook ads, she helps me with all of that, which is stuff that I could do. I just don't have time to do. And even just like 
things in Photoshop and Illustrator or like uploading stuff to my website. Um, and then I have another friend slash intern at, at Tulane who's been helping me also. So it's great. I mean, I'm, I actually was just talking to someone on Instagram today who wants to help. So we'll see. Maybe I'll get some more interns. That's awesome. It feels like it's growing like the same way that your business has the entire time. It's just like natural growth and like it just yeah. is happening. As I well. mean, no, it's definitely, obviously it would be nice to grow faster, but I also don't want to like grow too fast because it's still just me. And I don't know, it makes me like yeah. nervous a little bit to blow up again, just because even manufacturing issues I've been dealing with. I mean, this week, like I've switched factories twice or, or once or twice. Um, the main factory that I had used was actually in Utah or Colorado and they closed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that was a big deal when they closed. Yeah. I've like been on the search to find other places. And the one factory I have been loving and been using for months now, had a fabric shortage this week. So it's like things that I have to go through that I never expected and don't want to do, but there's nothing I could do because this is business. Yeah. yeah. When it's like in the beginning part of your business, like eventually, yeah, you'll have somebody to do all those things, but it sometimes is taxing because you have to deal with all that in the beginning. Exactly. Yep. So how did you get a wall in Winwood? That's like the coolest thing ever. Well, I actually have two now. Um, my yeah, dad- that's right. I remember seeing you had one and then seeing you post it again. And I was like, does she have two? Like, yeah, what? It was, it was like crazy. So my dad's brother is involved with real estate down there. But I don't know. One day we were at lunch talking to him and he was like, my, I don't know. He was just involved with real estate, knew someone that owns a building. And he said, you know, send me pictures of your designs. Maybe we can get it up there. I sent him two pictures. And I remember it was two years ago or something. I was at a trunk show. And my dad gets a text to his phone and it's a picture of my design going up on this huge wall. And there was like no community. It kind of just happened. Like he didn't what? even know it was happening. So he sent this picture. My dad was like, holy shit. And we're in a kid's store. I'm like, okay, you can't curse. He like screams. He, like, so <laughs> and then it was just the picture of them on the cranes, like blowing up the giant peace sign. So that was like so oh, exciting. Oh my God. We got home. My parents like booked a flight. We're like, we have to go see it. Like, Yeah. We went to Miami so I can sign it, but I wasn't involved in like the, I was involved in picking the design, but I wasn't involved in painting it. Mm-hmm. So it's this area in Wynwood. It's like a 10 minute walk from Wynwood walls or even closer. Um, it's like 55, is it 55 um, Northeast 24th street. So it's like right by the train tracks, but oh, it's like, cool. it's going to be like an up and coming area. That whole area used to be gross before. And now they're filling it with murals, building a nightclub. So it's going to be really cool. And the second one went up right before Art Basel. I don't know if I mentioned that kind of went up right before Art Basel two years ago. And then the second one, um, it was like a similar theme, but I had it say, love you more. I kind of wanted it to be like an Instagram moment where people can come with friends, family, couples, a cute, like love you more saying. So it's cool. Whenever I see people tag it or people go, um, I love to see that. So yeah, Yeah. that's so crazy to like have, I mean, I know everything else is real, but it feels like a mural like up feels so like permanent like I know know. and yeah I was expecting the first one to go down but I like rallied to keep it up another year so hopefully I can keep that up that's awesome like that would be I don't know that that is definitely amazing if I can like get more murals around the world that would be like a dream and one day if I can actually paint them myself or spray paint them myself if I can learn I would love yeah Yeah, that's so amazing. And I think what like is really cool about your stuff is it is really unique. Like I've never seen anything that even has that same vibe. So I think that is why, I mean, I know that's why you'll continue to grow because you have such a unique style that people like recognize, you know? Thank you. Yeah, it is cool when people say like the Corey Page look and like when people actually recognize me or 
I'm like on a plane and someone's like, I like your leggings. I give them my business card. They're like, you're Corey Page. Like that stuff happens to me. And I'm like, wait, no, why? <laughs> so oh funny. my gosh. That's so cool. But mostly like-, like people in like the tri-state area, but actually, so, I don't know. My parents will go skiing and like, they'll see little girls on the chairlift or like, like teenagers and they'll start talking to them. Like my dad, wherever we go, do you know Corey Page? Corey Page? Corey Page? <laughs> <laughs> they like, they embarrass me, but it's cool when people awesome. do. Yeah. Were you like super specific with who you sold to? Because it feels like that's another reason you've been so successful is your niche is like college girls, right? Like mainly. Yeah. I, um, it, it's, it's gone from like younger girls to college girls. I'm like working on camp right now, but my look is kind of both because I have the younger look as well. But then when I started making leggings and like college team clothing, it started to appeal to that age too, the high school college. So I feel like I have you know, both because even the camp, like the camp designs too for, you know, New York and the tri-state area, everyone here goes to summer camp. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Um, so about like stores that I sold to, um, I don't know. I mean, in the beginning, like when stores would just would reach out to me, I'd kind of send them my wholesale catalogs and I would let them order. I think I'm a little pickier now. I mean, I've gone through my fair share of stores that have been easy to work with and stores that haven't been as easy. And it's kind of like, sometimes it may not be worth the time and money to deal with some of those, but sometimes it is worth it if it's bigger orders. And, um, I've been trying to work on increasing my minimums because it takes, you know, a lot of time to put an order together. And do I really want to place an order of six items when I really should be placing an order of more? So this is all the things I've been learning along the way. Um, so yeah, I'm not in, I'm in a few stores now, but yeah, mostly like the, the college design leggings and the workout leggings. I just launched joggers. Um, and I'm working on camp right now. Cool. Well, I mean, it, even though it is still like younger and older, it still feels like it's that even though you keep saying like the tri-state area, you've like pinpointed this certain place where you're kind of like going viral essentially. Yeah, no, that, it, yeah. I mean, I would love it to be like, all over the world one day not the world you know no yes the world I'm ready for it to be over the world (laughs) I I meant I meant like the country which I mean I have had people contact me in some crazy places like you know Panama Mexico Lebanon a store in Lebanon wanted to carry my stuff but yeah I mean even I remember one time I was on a trip in LA and I had walked into this kid's store um and I had said, oh, I, I'm, I used, I've done a few collaborations, which we can actually talk about next, like different collaborations I've worked on. But one of the collaborations that I had worked on from the start was with this clothing brand called Malibu Sugar. Um, and it was a kid's brand. And that definitely helped get my name out there. So when I had walked in, I had said my name and they were like, oh my, like, oh my God, you're the, like re- the Corey Page. Like, I couldn't believe it. I thought you were like a grown woman. I can't believe you're still in college. <laughs> that was in LA. So that was cool. Like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah, people probably are really, like, shocked to see, like, you – because how old are you? I'm 23. Yeah, and you have this, like, really successful, cool professional – probably, too, like, after seeing you handle everything and stuff, like, you're running everything and you're 23 years old. That's, like, so inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, I've definitely learned a lot along the way, like, a tremendous amount. And even thinking about that, I remember one time someone emailed me and they're like, our kids are probably the same age. Just thinking like that. And I was like, yeah, you got it all wrong. <laughs> exactly what you said. I mean, starting it in college, I, le- I definitely have learned a lot over the years just from doing this for sure. Yeah. And it's so cool to think that like you now have your whole life to like grow, you know, like you're starting so young, you have so much time to like take it worldwide for yeah. real. Yeah. It's like crazy to think about because 
you know, you want to know where you're going to be in a few years, but it's like, oh, it's hard. I know. It's so, it really is like when you start thinking about like, even in a year, it's like hard to picture where you're going to be. I know. It's crazy. I think it's sometimes good to not worry about that stuff though, because it's always like better than you think. Don't you agree? Live in the moment. Yes. If I like to think too much about the future, I don't want to get stressed out. So (laughs) I'd rather just not and stick to now. But yeah, I mean, it's good to have goals, which I don't take enough time to like sit and actually write down and focus on that, which I I think I should, but it does kind of make me nervous to like think about the future, like you said. Yeah. Well, I feel like almost when you're just starting, it really is hard to set goals because they'll either be too small or too big. Or when you're building your business, I think it's really important, like you said, to like, just kind of focus on the now and focus on doing all you can. Like, it doesn't feel like you're not motivated because you haven't set goals. You know, it feels like you're naturally a motivated person. I I would think so. I am. (laughs) I would have to agree. (laughs) Okay. So tell me more about like what collaborations you've done. Cause has that helped grow in your following too? Yeah. So that's like another really like important thing that is I'm speaking like speaking of goals, but that's kind of like what I want to do. I mean, we talked about me doing the custom designs, but what I love to do is create art and so, okay, back to some of my collaborations. So just to use an example, I just posted about this today. Um, Living Royal is a sock company and mm-hmm. they had reached out to me last year. Would you make some designs for a collection? We can do a collaboration together and, you know, we'll give you a royalty. So, and I had done this stuff in the past. This was one of my, one of my like second, third or fourth um, collaborations. But how that works is I'll just make the design. We have a contract or uh, a licensing agreement and I'll basically just get a royalty check every month from making those designs based on the sale. So I get to make the designs, which I love to do, and then sit back and get a check, which is awesome. I mean, for it depends what company you're working with. Either some checks are smaller and some checks are bigger. And, um, you know, I can see what, what's really like worth my time and effort. But that's like another thing I'd love to be like doing more of. So I can like tell you a few other ones. Um, so Malibu sugar was the the first one I did. Um, I was still in school. Actually, that was when I was a project. Like, how did you get in contact with them? They contacted you or they found me on Instagram right when I was starting. So right when I was starting, they found me on Instagram and reached out and it was the same type of thing. So I would make a collection of designs for them for every season or so. So like camp would come around and she'd kind of give me a theme, like, this is what we need. And she would get that printed on, you know, it's up to, it's up to them what they get it printed on. I mean, they can still run it by me, but their clothing, their apparel and all their kid stuff. Um, so that was that living Royals socks right now. I just posted that that was at the toy fair. So this one's really cool. Um, so I actually have a branding agency. I know I like to discuss that yet. Some of the, some of these licensing deals have been done without the branding agency, but, um, so right when I graduated, um, I signed a deal with this branding agency called the Brand Liaison, and they kind of helped get me some of these deals. So I've had my own like booth in Vegas for these big licensing trade shows. So the one that was, I was just um, posted these pictures at the Toy Fair in New York City. I had teamed up and have this licensing deal with a company called Inkology. So mm-hmm. I made them a handful of designs that they are getting printed on a lot of back to school supplies like pencils, pens, notebooks, folders, all that stuff. And they handle the distribution and the manufacturing and all that. They're the ones that are presenting it to Office Depot and, you know, smaller boutique stores. But 
that's why it's like, it's just so great. Cause like, they'll give me a concept and they'll tell me what to do. I'll make the design. I give it over to them and they're the one that's manufacturing it. I'm not the, I'm, yeah. I know that it has to do with manufacturing. So I'm not on that side of things. And you know, distribution, they're the ones that are, I mean, this is a bigger company, so this isn't as small as like other companies that I talked about, but they're actually showing my stuff to Office Depot this week. So like that could be That awesome. is so, that's like doing, you get to just do exactly the part that you love and like they get to handle the crazy stuff. I love, I, I know, I love, like my goal is collaborations. Like that's just what I want to do. That's, I mean, who would, who would be your dream like brand to collaborate with? Oh, I don't know. I have a lot that I would love to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, there, there's a bunch. I mean, there are some like smaller ones. Like I would love to collaborate with like Therese leggings mm-hmm. um, and um, Adidas one day when I'm famous. Yes, I can like well, see it. That, like, when you, that would be sick. I can like see it. That was what I was thinking of in my mind. Was that was what I was thinking, but I didn't want to like go. That's a stretch. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Um, yes. but yeah, I like that. think that would be like very cool, but any, I mean, anything like obviously known brand names are like awesome, but even smaller stuff, just to see my stuff get printed on new things like this company Inkology, like I never saw my stuff printed on pencils or notebooks and folders. And even though you, you don't know that name, when I say it, it's still going to be in a big box store, hopefully, or even if it's in smaller stores, whatever, it's just cool to yeah. see my stuff be printed on yeah well it's just like getting your stuff it's like think of like lisa frank you know it's like she she didn't start by just doing her own thing it's because she was everywhere she was on everything i'm looking on my website to see what other ones i forgot to talk about oh art sugar is another one that they are printing my art on um and framing it and then another one that i'm going to be working on when we were actually discussing when we should have our phone call, I was in the middle of working on something for Dormify, which will oh, be hopeful cool. launching for back of school. If you back to school, if you've heard of them, they um, it's like a one-stop shop for dorm stuff and yeah. it's really popular. So I'm excited to work with them. That's super cool. So I just have to say like, how do you have time for all of this? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's not enough hours in the day. Like you don't, Oh, I can't even explain. I, there's, <laughs> I'm calling my mom all the time and I'm just like, I don't understand like my to-do list. Like I, I'm just spent the past 10, 10 minutes writing a to-do list and I don't even know where to start. My mom helps mm-hmm. me like through all this. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's, it's hard. Um, but that's why I really need to like put aside more time to make some tutorials for interns and maybe like mm-hmm. get some more help. Um, and my mom's honestly been helping me with a lot. She spent the whole day at home going through wholesale orders for me, which was so nice. Um, yeah. Time is, it's hard. Cause it's like, what do I want to spend my time doing? Um, and even just thinking about like my grandpa helps me with business too. And you know, you always have to think about your, the return on your investment and like how to prioritize, which is always hard because sometimes I'm like, ah, should I get the smaller things out of the way? But really I should be working on bigger things that are going to have the most return on in my investment and prioritize that. Um, but it's definitely time management is something that I, I, I've always been good at, but it's still hard. Like when I have so much to do, and even when I set aside time to do something, it's like I get an email or I get an mm-hmm. Instagram and I'm like 10 steps later, I forgot what I was doing before that. Totally. Well, the thing is, even if you're like the world's best time manager, if you're doing 20 hours of work and 10 hours every day, you yeah. know, I know I like, it's something that I'm still figuring out, but yeah, time. I mean, that's even something that I was speaking with my dad today because I 
did a project for someone and my dad was like, how many hours did you spend on this? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell you because he, he'll get upset if I spend too long on something. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, you're not getting enough money to be spending that much time because I'm a perfectionist. I want whatever, whatever. But yes, mm-hmm. I need to be better at that. Um, what, and- do you like get overwhelmed? What do you do when you're like feeling overwhelmed? I'm really not a stressful person. Like I'm pretty like chill and laid back. So I do get overwhelmed, obviously, just because I have so much to do. Um, I don't, I don't, what do I do? I don't know. Um, I'm not like a spiritual meditative person meditating. Like I don't do any of that, which, which probably maybe would help. But no, you don't have to, I feel I like know, people like, do their own things. To I honestly, make- like art, like the days where I have so much to do, if I can just, you know, not focus on an email or not focus on doing something that I have to like put together writing or work on my website and just set aside time to actually do art and like get my mind off of everything else that I have going on. I feel like that's definitely therapeutic for me. Um, and like even making lists like and trying to stay organized. Yeah. By making lists and honestly, I'll call my mom and she'll help me. Yeah. It sounds like you have like a very supportive family system, which is really good. Yeah, it is. It is good. Um, honestly, TV, I love watching shows that <laughs> I love TV. Okay. So. What's your like favorite shows? Oh, favorite shows. Well, friends, obviously. Yes. Duh. I still am like a go-to like friends all the time. And I love new girl. Like I love, mm. I love those shows where I'm like doing work where I can just turn on, on the background and on the background and not fully have to pay attention. But I do watch like a lot of other things. I mean, I'm excited for our American Idol and America's Got Talent to come back because I love that stuff. It's just um, like the feel good shows. They feel so yeah. good to watch while you're working. Yeah, exactly. So those are a few. I can go on. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I like have to be watching TV while I'm mm-hmm. doing stuff. It, it keeps me busy. Some people are yeah. not the same way. Yeah. TV and music. For yes. Sure. Yeah. Um. I, okay. So I never thought about like the fact that art can be therapy to people when we're, cause I, I totally am that same way where when I'm doing something that I love, whether it's writing or whatever, it feels like therapy. So it's like, we're so lucky that we love what we do because sometimes doing our work can help with that. Right. Definitely. I mean, there are some aspects of my work that I think that are not therapeutic, but then (laughs) sitting down and doing art or even putting aside time or I have been doing these time lapses where I'll hook my phone up to my tripod or whatever and I'll draw I mean it's good because I don't not on my phone so I'm not worrying about anything and I'm also drawing which I like to do and then I get to see my, see the recording after it's a, it's a cool I, I love yeah it. that's way and people love to see that that's like even mm-hmm. though it's just therapy it's like then sharing yeah, that on yeah. Instagram I need to do more of that stuff because that always gets good feedback and people always I mean even after I always post those people will reach out asking me like how it's done or advice and I'll always respond telling people you know the apps I use and stuff so nice. What's your like favorite part, your favorite part of your job right now, your business? Um, that's a good question. I mean, one of my favorites is, you know, seeing people wearing my stuff, being able mm-hmm. to support through Instagram. And if I am ever walking around or my intern texted me the other day, like I'm in the dining hall and someone has your phone case. I mean, that's just really cool to be able yeah, to. Yeah, that's way cool. Um, what else? I don't know. Um, I mean, going back to like, I don't know, recently that, that Parkland design that I did has been like really sat with me. 
um, mm -hmm. one of the mothers from, of like her, her kids survived the Parkland shooting and she had reached out to me to make a design. So just being able to like make something that had impacted like honestly an entire community or such a whole yeah. school project, just the fact that my art could be able to really, you know, express people can feel emotional and hard. Yeah, I think that's like beautiful. That's, yeah. that's such a cool like aspect to have in your business, you know? Yeah. So I would say, I mean, those two being able to like, for other people to feel something and just like seeing other people smiling, wearing my stuff. I, I, I don't know. I love Yeah. That. I love that. And that's only going to like grow moving forward, you know, especially after your Adidas collaboration. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll see about that. <laughs> okay. So what are the hardest parts? I mean, I feel like we've like kind of talked about yeah. it, but yeah. If there was um, one thing that you could like be done with forever, what would it be? Oh, well, I was going to say one of the hardest parts is running it alone and not having a partner. And like, yeah. I know that you're close with the gray bandit girls who have been like great to me. And I've, they are so helpful with, you know, giving me advice and stuff, but it's just so nice to see like sisters and them doing it together. Mm -hmm. so that's obviously one thing I think I struggle with is, you know, doing it alone, but I also can't take for granted like people that I do have. Um, but yeah, if I were to like get rid of something, I don't know. My goal would be to like still have this clothing line and be able to design for it, but not be running it. Like I need a team to, you know, run my website and be doing the whole clothing stuff while I can continue to make art and design. It's like You just want to oh. be like CEO and creative director. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. what you're meant to be. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to somebody who wants to like make their art profitable? Okay. So, I mean, it definitely, I mean, it, I got lucky and it worked out for me because I was able to find these website outlets, but I mean, that's honestly good advice. Like some of these websites, like Redbubble, Society6, as long as you have Photoshop and Illustrator and know how to like work the, you know, graphic design and stuff like that, um, you could make money off of it by mm -hmm. uploading it. And the, I mean, the biggest thing for me, I would say was Instagram being able to like grow through Instagram because people wouldn't really have known about this without that. And that's like a huge thing. And I know a lot of businesses contribute some of their success to Instagram. Um, but even besides that, like not even graphic design, like even if you like to paint or draw to make it profitable, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that you can even like reach out if you're like in a store and you're like, okay, that wall's blank. Like I can make something sick for that store. I don't know, go up to the person behind the desk and like offer a painting for free, put your name on it. And mm -hmm. like, there's ways that you can do like freelance for free just to get exposure. Um, yeah. That's some advice. Hopefully. I that. totally love that because I think sometimes there's like pressure that we have to be, even when you were talking about like, you're not really sure what to charge for freelance. It's like sometimes these projects are really fun and they actually get us out there in ways that like a paid boring project couldn't have. I know. And that's why even when I do spend time on things, I'm like, all right, well at least I can use these designs for something else. Or at least I like expanded my portfolio and know how to do this differently on um, Photoshop or illustrator. So I don't know. A lot of times, obviously money is important, but being able to like sit and make the designs. And like you're saying, it's a lot more fun than maybe doing a boring project. Yeah, exactly. And I also think too, like your people take advantage. Like we just forget how cool of a tool Instagram is. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's like completely possible to build that's your business even, off that's of. That's even a whole nother business. I feel like I'm also running my Instagram. So every day when I wake up, I have to, I, I mean, I, don't really have a social calendar planned. I have like a few things kind of planned in my head, but Instagram's a whole nother job. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure you know, but I, 
have to wake up every day and think about what I want to post, you know, do some stories. And mm -hmm. I'm still struggling to get to that 10,000, which I need my swipe up. But <laughs> one day. I like don't want to buy followers. I like to do everything organically. But it is important that I get that swipe up. I know the swipe up is so nice. But I really believe that Instagram does it on purpose. They like want us to have to work for it. Yeah, I'm working for it. And by the time you get a swipe up, your 10,000 followers are going to be so loyal to you. I know. I need to get there. I'm doing, <laughs> doing everything I can. But Yes. Okay. So what do you think if you as an eight-year-old saw yourself now, what do you think she would see? Well, that's a funny question. I wonder what I was like when I was eight. <laughs> I was like really always the type that was like downstairs at the arts and crafts table in my basement. Like, Every poster, I remember I would do the poster contest every holiday. There was like a poster contest at my elementary school. So just thinking back to that, I remember when I was little, I wanted to be an art teacher. I Aww, think that so I cute. would look up to me and just be like, like excited and think that, you know, what I've accomplished is great and be proud of myself. <laughs> totally. That's so cool. It's like, you're like an art teacher, but better. You're inspiring like girls young and old to make art too. When I look at your account, I'm like, I want to like do actual art again. Me. Well, honestly, me too. I don't have to, I, I want to sit and paint. I, if I could just take a week off and just like paint, like I haven't painted yeah. in like years. I still like, I honestly think about painting almost every day. Cause I follow some like really cool artists and I have all these ideas in my head, but if I could just spend more of the time, you know, doing like real art, even if it's drawing or graphic design, I would love to do that. But yeah, it just feels good to like, yeah. take, and especially when you're doing like a business, like mm -hmm. to be able to make art just for the heck of it, like nothing else, you know, no intentions of posting it on Instagram or whatever. It feels like yeah. so free. Right. I agree. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hard parts that are right now, but I know <laughs> one day soon, soon, yeah. soon. Okay. So where should the people look for you? How should they follow you on Instagram? What is your website? All of that good stuff. So my Instagram for my business is at Corey page underscore designs. Um, and I post everything there. I post on my stories, my page, everything, all the new stuff. And my website is CoreyPageDesigns.com where you can buy anything. Look at my portfolio, get some inspiration. So those are the two main places to go to check me out. Cool. Yes. And everybody needs to go check her out because honestly, like, her style is so cool. It like, it's, it's one of those things that like whenever I see your stuff, then it's like stuck in my head the rest of the day. Cause it's like such oh. a unique, bright vibe. You're the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming on and talking with us. It's been so cool to hear your story. Of course. This was so much fun. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, this was one of like the interviews that just absolutely energized me. I think it's partly because I really miss art and I don't make time for it in my life ever because it's kind of been something that it like feels like I'm doing it with my business sometimes, but I'm feeling so inspired to like make all the things and do all the creative stuff. So Corey is awesome. I'm so glad she was kind enough to spend some of her time with us. I know she is packed to the brims as you can hear from her interview like there is no extra time in her life um, make sure to go over and hit her with a follow give her some love she has the coolest products I have some socks from her and I was just going and like looking at her store there's some more things I need to grab too so make sure to go over and check her stuff out and if you haven't yet rate subscribe leave a review on my podcast and if you do that and send me a screenshot I will send you a sticker pack also join us over at Kinsco World Boss Bay's fake 
Facebook group for the conversation that happens after the podcast. And this is where I'm going to start these like kind of conversations about the things that we talk about with each podcast episode, as well as going live, giving different tips. It's just a really great community in there and it's totally free, free, a total place that you can like just show up and be you and tell your questions and like no judgments there. We're just there hanging out, having fun. And then also make sure to go follow me on Instagram. It's Kinsco World. And that is where a lot of other fun stuff goes down too. Okay, until next time. Bye. (laughs) 